You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. Okay, so this is a full-on spoiler episode, rated S for spoilers. Yes, do not listen if you have not completed the Cosmere. We will be discussing our preferred Cosmere reading orders, and we are going to be arguing why ours is better than the others. I might be able to go in from the future and explain like what books might be safe, but just assume that no book is safe, unless otherwise stated. We're going to go on a full debate because we got into practically a fist fight. What are fist? It's a metaphor. Um, over this, over this reading list, I mean, full on, you know, yelling matches over this. So but we're like, you know what? Might as well push play and have this match in front of the microphone. So let's go ahead and take care of it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start with you because I had a Cosmer order that I followed when I first started, uh, Sanderson and I tried to get you to follow it, but I don't even think you followed it to the letter I gave you, but you came to me afterwards and brought forth your order go ahead go ahead and tell us well okay so first off this order is not even the order that like i even did it was the order that i figured would make the most sense so i start off with mistborn era one um so all that, that all that that implies i assume most people are gonna know what that means um then <clears throat> i uh you know and I just assume that the essays are going to be included in this so you do mistborn era one then you're gonna do the scadrial essay uh, then I say jump into white sand, and then I say jump into Elantris, then read Secret History, then do Mistborn Era 2, then do Shadows of Silence, then Six of Dusk, then Warbreaker, then the Stormlight Archive, and then the Roshar essay and the Threnody essay. Yeah, and listening to that, the order I did was, at least the one I tried to put together, was based on my best knowledge of what would be chronological, not in the sense of what Brandon released, but the closest that we had to a chronological timeline of what was occurring at what. And because of that, or at least not necessarily what was occurring at what, but what was occurring to give you the most information to be prepared for the next book, to see the most connections. And my order was... Mistborn Era 1, the 11th Metal, Elantris, the Hope of Elantris, the Emperor's Soul, White Sands 1-3, through three, Shadow for Silence, the Alloy of Law, Alamancer Jack, Shadows for Self, Bands of Mourning, Mistborn Secret History, the Six of Dust, Warbreaker, Way of Kings, Words of Radiance, Edge Dancer, Oathbringer, Dawnshard, Rhythm of War. And see, I know you were talking about like pushing secret history so far down the line. Are we going to go to the most contested point immediately? I, let's just let's just go. I mean, here's the thing: is so the reason I had my 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 the way I had it set up was first off, you know, I started with Mistborn. You know, some people would say, Same. you know, maybe if you're going to start off with Cosmo, you could start off with Elantris. No, but <laughs> but let's just say Elantris is 
very average. It's it's okay. Yeah. It, it's it's fine. And again, like when we do our, our read through, I think your point that Frathen is proct is the main character. If you think of yes, him like that, he is the main character. It makes the story better. And I would love to. Can't wait to get to to that later. But let's be honest. Most people get kind of turned off by Elantris. Yeah, I mean, just it's like a, a slightly above average book in my opinion. When I read it, I wasn't. Disapp- blown away. I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, I wasn't blown away, like you said. It's just I was so happy I read something before it because I knew, and everyone says it's his weakest book. And I went, "Oh, this is his weakest book." It's like it's like it shifted my my view of it. It went from an average book to wow, the weakest book this man's written is average. That sounds good. Well, and my thing is is that like when I look at things, I look at hours of commitment, and I go, "Hmm, would I be able to commit to six hundred hours after reading Elantris?" I don't know, you know, and then you're saying, oh, no, 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 Just give these these other essays and then Emperor's Soul and also go read the next like Mistborn, then, you know, make your decision. I'm like, OK, just start with Mistborn, you know? Yeah. And I'm saying all this, you know, there might be there. I know there are people out there who love Elantris, who yeah, say it's a fantastic yeah. book. And it's just turns out to be at least most of the fan base's opinion that Elantris is his weakest book. And at the end of the day, like you said, starting with Mistborn, realizing and discovering the Cosmere as a whole, Elantris was a lot more important to me as a sense of foundational knowledge to better understand how the world comes together. Yes. And at that point, and I once I discovered it, when I read it, I've read an average book, but I was still excited to read an average book because I knew this was going to be knowledge that connected in further books. Right. And I think, in, again, it's a, it's a fine story. It gives a lot of the tropes that Brandon likes to use. The characters are very similar to the characters that you have. <laughs> beta Kaladin, Beta Shalon, yes. Beta Yesna. <laughs> yes, basically. I mean, they uh, they uh, they all kind of had like a, a trend that he tends to have, and um, and they were fine. But and the characters were actually pretty fun. But oh, yeah, yeah, the characters are great. But I would say like you know there were a lot of there were some like contrivances that his other stories don't have. Um, but I think if you do Mistborn. You're going to jump into a, an exciting story, uh, you know, obviously his most famous story that you're going to be able to communicate with people really quickly, and you're going to get a good gist of like what you're getting into. And if you go to Elantris, you'd be like, hmm, that wasn't quite on the part of Mistborn. You'd be like, okay, but at least you got the quality stuff. Yeah. If you don't like Mistborn, I don't know. I'm not sure you're going to like much else out there. Yeah. And so let's discuss our most contested point here, which is going to be that you had the choice to say you should read secret history almost almost immediately after era one and to me i feel like that completely i mean maybe not completely but mostly ruins the surprise at the end of bands of morning where again i don't believe it's confirmed anywhere i haven't seen it on a word or brandon or whatever but it's kelsier he's here it's probably and it probably is he is on the plane I just feel like that reveal isn't worth the wait. And here's why I say that. Because for me, I remember at the end of Era 1, I went, who the hell was the guy with the red hair? And also, a body came showed up with preservation. And yeah. I was asking you those questions. And I was itching for those specific secret answers. Secret history. And you kept telling me secret history. But I couldn't read it. Like on the reading list, it wasn't up yeah. for tabs yet. And I'm like, okay, if you read Mistborn Era 1, then you read Elantris. You're all prepared for secret history because when they run into the Elantrians in secret history, you know who it is. 
Um, but here's even more. If you read White Sand before you get to Secret History, then you'll also run into Chris. Yes, okay. And so you'll recognize, oh, this is Chris. This is the person that we ran into White Sand. Oh, these are Elantrians. You don't have to even think about it. Because otherwise, when you read, if you read Secret History way late um, think, or any think, earlier. I was going to say, I think I had to point out that the Irie, the Irie, the Irie, the Irie, whatever, whatever the name is, they that they were from Elantris, that they were Elantrians. I think, no, I think, I think when I talked to you, I said, those were Elantrians, weren't they? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, they yeah. were. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's cool. You know, so Elantris is already, is already kind of paying off. But that's my point is that like, if you read Secret History right after Era 1, I think you're doing yourself a disservice because you're going to miss the Elantrians. You're going to miss Chris. But if you read uh, Secret History after you've gone through White Sand and gone through Elantris, then you have all the information and you're going to like get really into the world and you're not going to have to wait very long. I hear what you're saying, but it's one of those things of like saying, you know, then we can have reading orders where we do rereads because otherwise I'm talking about starting with Warbreaker. Well, okay. Like my final argument here, you said it wasn't a big deal or it wasn't worth the payoff in the end. I'm telling you, at least for me, when I read Bands of Mourning and I realized that that was Kelsier at the end, my first thought was, how is he here? Where did this come from? Because the last mention until Secret History of Kelsier is at the end, I believe it's at the end of the Hero of Ages. Um, Spook hears him talking to him and we right, don't, we don't, we don't know whether or not he's still going a little crazy crazy or, 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 or is not there, yeah is there but, something else going on but we have the assumption that you know you know that 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 he he might still be going a little crazy because we do realize by the end of the book that rune is messing with him but we don't really understand how until secret history we don't understand the extent of preservation and ruin until secret history i can see your point i can and, see and, and my other thing is for your understanding i think you're right like just understanding having a better like the knowledge is fresher and stuff like that for secret history i think you're right i still stand by waiting until the end of bands of mourning will give you the biggest bang for your buck in surprises my only my only problem with again with the reveal of bands of mourning is because one it's not 100 percent confirmed and kind of even if it was like i don't know i feel like you know you would it, the biggest reveal for kelsier as far as like oh my gosh he's alive you could make the same argument about rhythm of war Oh, don't read Secret History until you get to Rhythm of War, and then you find out like who was that guy that got beaten up, and it's like, oh, that was Kelsier, the Lord of Scars. You know, that's kind of how I look at it. Maybe be like, well, that's way late to be reading Secret History, and Secret History again. You could have read none of Secret History and gotten perfectly fine with most of the things. You just wouldn't know who the guy, you know, who At was and who Laris was, and you wouldn't know that Kelsier is actually confirmed to be still alive. Um, but that's kind of the way I look at it. But that's why I'm saying like we secret history. I want to get to it like as quickly as we can. Cause that's like your first real step into the Cosmere. That's when you that, go from that, just being yeah. in stories to being, this is now Cosmere stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, like you mentioned, like Brandon Sanderson does an absolutely amazing job of making each book, each series feel like its own self-contained series. And then having these little like foreshadowing or little hints of the overall connection. But you're right. Secret history is the first time you just read something. You go, oh, Brandon is just literally going, by the way, here's every connection I had planned for this little area. Come see it all. Right. And, and so, so that's kind of why I wanted to get to it earlier. But 
let's talk about like, you know, one of the reasons we made, I did the reading list the way I, you know, mentioned it was because if I was going to tell someone to start reading, then that's how I would start it up. Now, I say put your best foot forward, and I started with Mistborn, but an argument could be made to start with Warbreaker because it also doesn't depend on it knowing anything else besides the, its own story. But the biggest argument against starting with Warbreaker is you have to, I would argue, you have to reread it before you start Stormlight. I mean, I agree with you. It's absolutely great, but let's, we need to tell everyone here the real reason you want to start with Warbreaker. Okay. Like, we need to unveil your 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 bias for Dinth. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the when you first like we mentioned in episode I love Dinth. zero, I loved Dinth. Well, yeah. You first sold me on you're like oh wait until you get to Warbreaker. There's this guy named Dinth, and <laughs> he's like you know what I hate about being a mercenary. You know what I hate about being a mercenary. You know what I hate about being and, he, and I was like that sounds like a fun guy. Oh, and yeah. when I was there, I was I was like, oh, this guy's hilarious. This guy is so fun. We're like in a nice little swashbuckling adventure, and he dissects animals and and tortures them to death. Oh, it wasn't death; it was his friend Tong yeah. Fa. And he actually, like, he's a really not good guy. Yeah. Now, like when we get to our Warbreaker talk, you know that's going to be a thing. But um, I think Warbreaker, I, I honestly feel like it's my favorite cosplay book. Um, solo i would i would solo. have, I would have yes. to agree with you like so- solo on its own i I'm- think up to this point you know i can't tell you anything until we get all of stormlight and it's finished but like if i had to go with the series it's definitely mistborn it's just my favorite cosmere series so far but yeah solo book if i if i said you're only allowed to read one cosmere book i would choose warbreaker because it won't <laughs> it wouldn't get you addicted to the Cosmere if you're unfortunately only allowed to read one book, but it's such a beautiful solo story. Yeah, it's a great it's a great thing. And I mean, uh, I mean, if my next level of book, you know, is probably um, the end of Aerith, uh, Era 1, A Mistborn, only because he built all those payoffs into mm-hmm. Seiza becoming Harmony and all that other stuff. And that was like a what like a huge thing now don't get me wrong stormlight has plenty of those types of type of uh um big reveals but i guess like that's when i had like hair standing on end and things like and i guess it all happened in like a series uh stormlight requires like a lot of build up to get to those things and don't get me wrong they're fantastic but it's just like your most bang for your buck is there but if i was going to say hey you have to get into a Cosmere, you know, I have to introduce someone to say, hey, you should get into this. And they go, where do I start? I go, do you want to read a series and feel like it's good? Or do you want to read one single book and be okay? Yeah. and looking Warbreaker, at- I think you can argue with it, but Mistborn is still the best choice because Mistborn on its own is perfectly fine. Yeah. So with that being said, I completely disagree that you would ever start with Warbreaker just because of how important it is to the Cosmere, if your goal is to understand the Cosmere, you shouldn't start with it. True. Um, I agree. I can agree with that. If if you ever did, if someone started with Warbreaker, I mean, there's no wrong way to, no, en- to enjoy the Cosmere. But Except if, for whatever way you're talking about. And yeah, and you, you <laughs> listener. Yeah, you're wrong. You personally. Now, um, Warbreaker, though, if someone started with that, I would 100% say, hey, go through your order however you're going to do it, but before you read Stormlight Archives reread warbreaker because it is that connected now that being said i saw that you also decided that you would wanted to read white sands a little bit earlier than me which was in the end no problem because i wanted to say you read it because you wanted 
to get to secret history as quick as possible. Essentially. But I think you read White Sands. I think we both had Elantris and White Sands before Secret History. Yes. But we just mixed, we just flipped them. But yeah, no. I really want to say when we were, most of our discussion slash argument, as you put it, really was built around Secret History. And, you know, the the idea of conserving or yeah, conserving and hiding Kelsier's being, being alive versus having the most information when we finally get to learn about how important he was. And what happened on Scadrial. Right. And, I, and the reason I formed the reading list the way I did is, one, it starts off with, you know, putting our best foot forward, but also all the big, like, hints that are in the rest of the books, it oh. follows them pretty well. The only one that doesn't is Elantris introduces Hoyd as someone who goes through the perpendicularity. Um, and I you would, go... I want to say I read somewhere on either Wiki or Word or Brand or something where... That was something that was like retroactively added to Elantris. Hoyd wasn't originally in Elantris, and then Brandon later down the road was like, "Oh no, this is he was. This was where he was." That might be true. Whenever we do our Elantris read through, the one thing I do want to revisit is he actually has a chapter by chapter like blog where he discusses his own like thoughts and things like he's all right. He was. Okay. I didn't realize he did that. He apparently he did that right up until a certain point in the book. Um, my understanding was that. There's a part of when you write a book is getting the text like set up right or something like that. And when he was an early author, like less known, he did it himself. So he had to reread the book. And when he did that, he decided to blog while he was doing it. And it was Mm. fun. It was a nice little commentary, like a director's commentary through the whole book. But now, like later when he got more famous, he had someone else who did that. So he didn't go through the book all the way over again. So he stopped doing it. Um so that may be true, but I guess that's the only event in Elantris that um, does have implications for what happens in Mistborn Era 1. And technically, you might miss it, but I think that's like a small thing to miss. Regardless, yeah. like secret history, you need to have, you need to understand who the Elantrians were to understand like who the hell was he going after. If you don't, then when you read Elantris, you're going to be like, remember those people back in, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were Elantrians. And you'll be like, what do you mean? What people? Oh, like the people with the silvery skin and the white hair and the whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, like the stories like Six of Dusk uh, and the, the Threnody stories and everything like that, they can be read pretty much whenever. Yeah, I mean, I have them a little bit farther down, but they can really just be read whenever. I guess like, the, I guess the only thing you want to do is read it before Stormlight because we you have do, to read before we do see an AVR in, yeah, you, in, in Stormlight. You need to know what an AVR is, you know, before Stormlight. And um, I think, you know, it'd be valuable to know what a cognitive shadow is before you read it. So it might be reading. I mean, it'd be good to know what one is before you read uh, um, Shadows for Silence. Because That's what I mean. On shadow, in shadow, reading Shadows for Silence, you're kind of like, I think it is explained that they are like cognitive shadows but they don't react normally. They, and I think that's right. still, I believe that's still a mystery. I don't think we have any information on why they're different there. The going theory is that since they're... Oh, <laughs> no, 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 they don't know. Uh, they, they, they don't really, uh, they don't really explain exactly why um, they're, they are the way they are um, on Threnody. Um but what's actually also surprising is that Threnody gets brought up in 
um, what was it? Secret history. Um, when Kelsier shows up with the Elantrians, they're like, oh, we're going to set off this thing. And he's yeah, like, oh, yeah, crap, yeah. I'm detected now. And they're like, boom. And he's like, okay, there's no one from Thrinity here. And that's that's like a line that just gets dropped and never mm-hmm. gets brought up again. Yep, but yep, I yep. think it's going to be huge. Agreed. Because that means that some problem was Thrinity and Cell. And why would it be Thrinity? Um, and I have to go reread. Thrinity, I believe, still has its perpendicularity, even though Ambition was killed there. And that's why the Cognitive Shadows are, because there, there's some chaos that happens on Thrinity because of Ambition being killed there. Um it was six of dusk, uh, I think, that has the random perpendicularity that no one knows where it came mm. from. Uh, anyway, so we're getting off topic, but I mean, the the point with the with the reading list, as like I was trying to describe it, was you know we put a breast foot forward with this order. We have um, nothing from everything from previous books is going to pour into the next one. So. You know, when the Elantrians show up, you're you'll recognize them as Elantrians. When the Sions show up, you're going to recognize them as Sions. Um, and we get introduced to secret history as soon as possible because that was what really made me take off anyway. Because I kept getting reading all the way up to trying to get to secret history because you kept yeah, telling me. I kept saying secret history. I want to say one of my favorite like guiding questions I asked you because you enjoyed me asking them so much was. With Mistborn, I was asking, why do you think preservation tried to hurt Elend? And you're like, I don't know. And I was like, like, but why? And you're like, to stop, to stop Vin from taking the power up. I go, but that's against preservation's nature completely. He, I like, like preservation can't, you know, based on what 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 you understood at the end of book three of Mistborn. And then you're like. Uh, and I was like, secret history. <laughs> no, no, actually, no. But that was the thing. It's what frustrated me. And again, I, maybe once we read it, I'll have a better idea. Is I didn't know anything about preservation's nature or how he was. I didn't understand what, you know, I understood there were shards. And I understood, you know, that some people picked him up. I didn't think like, oh, he's not able to do something or it's not in his nature. I'm like, I don't know anything about him. But after secret history, you're like, oh, yeah. That does seem like out of character or maybe, uh, you know, he may be incapable of doing that. Uh, And then I'd be like, oh, okay, that's something. Um, But that's why I was like, I need to get a secret history, clearly, because all the questions I kept asking you, you you kept bringing up secret history. And I was like, this sucks. Like, I have to go through Elantris and I have to go through these all these other things to get to secret history. And that's why I said on my reading list, I move secret history all the way up there. Um, but I the, mean, you, you didn't move it much farther than me. I think you basically just said we're not going to read Mistborn Era two until we understand secret history. Well, and and I remember my reading list. Mistborn Era two was kicked way down the road. I forgot exactly why. Um, I I don't know where I picked up this reading list. It was I think it's on on YouTube. Um, and, but like Mistborn Era two was kicked way down, and I was kind of disappointed because I wanted to, after Mistborn Era one, I wanted to jump into Era two. But I understood that there were like some things that were going to be relieved. And but honestly, in era two, there's the only thing you need to know are white sand, just so you couldn't recognize Chris when she shows up, Hoyd, just because you can recognize him when he shows up, and then um, secret history, um, which you don't even need secret history. But knowing Kelsier's alive, that's another big re- big thing to point out with Iron Eyes. It's like, okay, so we know Kelsier's directing things. Could he also be directing 
yeah marsh mm-hmm. you know yeah uh like who is marsh serving because you would think like oh there are people serving harmony you might think oh they're just serving harmony but secret history puts into context could he be serving kelsier because kelsier's already proven that he can talk to people he was able to talk to spook without him being spiked He's, and you would assume that he probably is able to interact even more with people who are spiked, especially since uh, with a big reveal at the end of Bands of Mourning. And I think that puts into context also the ending of Bands of Mourning where it showed, you know, someone with lines coming out of his right eye. Kelsier. You'll go, that's Kelsier. Yeah. And you may not make that connection unless you know already for a fact that he's alive. I don't know. I think I made the connection when I heard, survive. Yeah, but again, it would be like kind of implied. You'd be like, hmm, is it? Maybe, possibly. But you, if you read Secret History, you'd be like, oh. And mm-hmm. actually, I think that makes that reveal even bigger, that he is an agent here. Like, we, he may or may not be the guy who showed up as the Lord, Lord Ruler in the end, but um, we do know for a fact that he has had his hands in here, which if you follow, like, Brandon's stuff, he already said, like, oh, Kelsey is not done. He's definitely going to have, like, a more of a part to play. Um, but this just kind of like, you know, confirms at least a little bit of what you might expect. Yeah. And learning later that again, not confirmed by anything, but he's probably the Lord of Scars, the leader of the ghost bloods. Oh, come on. That's, that's basically confirmed. Confirming that makes me so happy because one of one quote I remember, and I can't give you the exact one from Brandon Sanderson. I just remember hearing it from him was if you looked at Kelsier in any other story, from any other frame, in any other story, Kelsier would be the villain. Right. And, and that makes total sense. That makes total sense. I mean, honestly, if you look at Kelsier in a vacuum, not, he, not a great he, he's guy. He's not a great guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, he he had like his basically his own like selfish reasons for doing things. I mean, even Ben was like, you know, you mostly cared about yourself. You mostly cared about what you wanted. Yeah, he you cared really about, care yeah, us. he cared about his ideology. Like he, he would support people when they supported his plan. You could argue that the only people he truly like probably cared about were his wife and the the crew he had directly. But liking a few people and or loving a few people doesn't make you a good guy, right? And and I mean, again, I'm not bagging on Kelsier. I'm just saying that like in a vacuum. He's not really, you know, that good of a guy. It would totally make sense for him to be a villain. Like, he seems exactly that kind of person. Like, yeah, I freed the slaves, but now I'm kind of interested in seeing what other trouble I can stir. Um, and I'm I'm going to be, you know, able to bring that up and whenever uh, Trell and everything. I bet, I bet him and Trell, like, are going to be a thing. Not, like, together. I think, like, that's going to be an interesting dynamic going forward. Um but okay, let's see. So, are we okay with the reading order as I have it set, or as we discussed it? Well, I think it's okay because in the end, I still will stand by that I think Secret History should be after Arrow Two. But there's no harm being caused by having it before, so I'm completely fine moving forward with this. Okay, this reading list. Okay, so official reading list: we have Mistborn Arrow One. Um, White Sand, Elantris, Secret History, Mistborn Era 2, all the other ones in whatever combination that you want. I recommend... I got you. Except for for Warbreaker right before uh, Stormlight Archive. Yeah, 100%. I think the one you gave, and I'm going to go ahead and go with it, is Era 1, the the 11th medal, 
The Scadrial Essays, White Sands, Taldane Essay, Elantris, Hope of Elantris, Emperor's Soul, Cell Essay, Secret History, Mistborn Error 2, Shadows for Silence, Sixth of Dusk, Warbreaker, Stormlight Archives, Roshar Essay, and yeah. And the Threnody Essay. Yeah. And so whenever we talk about our reading list, this is what we're officially going to go by. So if we start talking about Warbreaker, you're going to have to read everything basically all the way up into Warbreaker or the Stormlight Archive. If we talk about Era 2, you'll yeah, have, must have read White Sand and Elantris and all that. Yeah, and we'll we'll discuss this in a future episode too because, again, this is more our spoiler episode. So a good chunk of people who are going to be listening to oh, us aren't going to care about this one. Aren't going to, aren't going to even touch this episode. They better not well, touch this episode. If you, if you did touch this episode, you, 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 you you're done goof. Yeah. You're, you're dead to me. <laughs> hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Altos podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.